Welcome to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I'm Lureta Roshke, your host. I'm excited being here at Revolution Broadcast Studios. We are on KERV AM 1230, and I'm excited because Easter is coming up, and I have some wonderful guests in the house that are going to uh, help me talk about that and the wonderful things that are going on at the cross, and we're going to get in the Word. We always get into the Word because that's what we that's what we need is the Word. Well, Max Greiner. Max Greiner is here today. We got him to stop long enough to be here. Because you are always running and you are always going. This man is like the Energizer Bunny. (laughs) Without hair. Right. (laughs) 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 That's a rabbit joker. (laughs) That's right. Uh, But... uh, Max, uh, you are the designer, the artist, uh, the one that God gave the vision for, the Coming King Sculpture Prayer Garden. Uh, You are not an engineer. I was making you an engineer earlier today, but you are not. But you should be. You are an architect, and uh, which means you're way smarter than me. (laughs) I don't know about that. Way smarter than me. (laughs) And uh, you have a beautiful, lovely wife, Sherry. Yes, a I gift do. from God to you. Amen. 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 Um, sorry she's not here today, but we love Sherry. Yeah, uh, but uh, anyway, I'm glad you're here today. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, and we, we're just going to up top, uh, right at the beginning, just say we have Easter coming up at the cross, April 15th and 16th, and we want everybody to come out. Right. right. Yeah. And uh, we're going to go back and revisit that in a minute, and we're going to get into some details. But just uh, we had probably what 3,000 last year mm-hmm. and uh, it's amazing so we appreciate you being here today oh, and you, I also have Jeff Anderson uh, he and his wife Barbara have served Kerrville uh, read to win which are which is a library scholarship program and freedom loans and I'm so glad to have uh, Jeff Anderson in the house today thank you for being here Jeff oh, we're glad thank you very much for inviting me yes and he is a pivotal part of what we do on Easter at the cross I mean he's he does the heavy work I mean and and he has all these brains that he can organize right. all he's that stuff. He's smarter than me. He's smarter than you, which makes him doubly smarter yeah. and than me. And then we get to Harley, who's the smartest one <laughs> in the room. Yes, Harley, yes. That's why we're here. <laughs> if Harley wasn't behind that board over there, we'd be in trouble, right? That's right. <laughs> and today, he can't even talk to us because he doesn't have a mic, so I can say anything I want. But he might cut it off, though, so I better be nice. <laughs> well, praise God. I want to talk to you today a little bit about uh, keeping your eyes on Jesus and what he did on the cross. And I'm going to have uh, my guests join in with me. But I'm going to turn, guys, to Hebrews chapter 12 uh, and verse 1. It says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Now listen to this. Looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. See, Jesus is the source. The cross is the means. Keep your eyes on him and what he did on the cross. The story of the Bible is the story of Jesus Christ and him crucified. My, that's one of my, the quotes in my uh, Bible reference. So we've got to keep our eyes on him. But I don't know about you guys, especially when I get busy, I get, I get kind of distracted sometimes uh, because I've got things I've got to do or maybe something's going on with my family or my finances and, and my gaze, my, my, my focus gets turned away. 
But if we keep our eyes on Jesus and what he did on the cross for us, our life changes. Our life comes into order. And I love that word looking. It means to focus, to stare at, to stare, stare at what Christ did for you. And that's awfully easy to do up at the cross when you at, at the coming King Sculpture Prayer Garden because there's this wonderful, huge cross. Max, why did you create a 77.7 foot core 10 steel cross and it's empty, an empty cross? <clears throat> Well, Loretta, um, the reason why is because the Lord said, do it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was a simple matter of me obeying or disobeying. Mm-hmm. And so once I was sure his voice uh, and his vision was indeed from him, what I got, um, I just had to obey. So that's the why. And it really wasn't for any other reason than to do what God said. And, and so as a result... Um, this vision that, that the Lord gave me for the garden back in uh, August of 2002, and it was after we were called on December 9, 2001, through a prophetic word of Dr. Mahesh Chavda in Austin. Um, then, then this guy, Marlon Quibido, emails me from Beaumont, a total stranger, and said, you're going to build a 77-foot, 7-inch cross on Interstate 10, and I'm delivering the message. And I thought he was crazy, and... Uh, and I asked him if he had any money, and he said no. He might know some people that have some money, but that he uh, he didn't. And I went, oh great, another million dollar project with no money. And uh, <laughs> and, I, and I said, God you don't, specializes you, you, in you don't, I said you don't need an uh, artist or a design or architect. You just need an engineer. It just put two sticks together. Anyways, but I promised the man, a stranger, that I would pray. And, and come to find out later, he was evangelist, part time evangelist in Beaumont, Texas. He was a businessman, but he did the Easter. Uh, outreach in Beaumont, Texas for years. So he was all about evangelism. But anyways, I prayed, and to my shock and surprise, I got a vision of a cross-shaped garden with my sculptures and the points of the cross, 300 feet long, the gospel in multiple languages on on tiles carved into the stone on the way to a giant hollow empty cross. Mm-hmm. And I had not seen that before. And it suddenly was a picture in my mind's eye. I mean, my roots are Southern Baptist, so I'd have to I don't think we're even officially allowed to have visions, but um, but anyways, if I had to describe it, that's what it, what it would be as a vision. You know, I pictured my mind's eye, and it was a hollow, giant, empty cross, and uh, and I instantly got it because I've been born again since I was seven, and it spoke to the resurrection. Right. It spoke to the. He's not on the cross anymore. That's the difference between a crucifix and the sculpture that we have up on the hill is our Jesus is alive and well and the king of glory. And so it really was, in a simple way, uh, a visual picture that the resurrection happened, that he's not nailed to the cross anymore, he's not in a hole in the Mm -hmm. ground, and our Christ is God, he is alive. And so that's why we have an empty, hollow cross up there, 77 foot, 7 inches. The center Mm -hmm. space is 7 foot wide. The, uh, it weighs approximately uh, 70 tons with the steel, counting the steel in the, in the ground. And uh, so there's a lot of sevens, and then it's a 40-foot cross arm, which is another biblical number. So mm-hmm. so that's kind of uh, uh, why it's there, and it's sure been speaking to a lot of people, thousands and thousands and thousands. Uh, you know, it, it, it God uses it. And last year <clears throat> we had over 100,000 people right. come right. to the Coming King Culture Prayer Garden. That yeah, was during record. 2016. Yeah, 105,250 people, and we think there are going to be more. We mm-hmm. almost had 12,000 this last month 
here mm -hmm. in, in uh, March. So it makes mm -hmm. it the biggest tourist attraction in Kerrville mm -hmm. by far. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, Kerrville is only about what 23, 24,000 in the city. And so we're getting four times the population of Kerrville up on top of that mountain standing in that cross. What a cool thing. All those people are getting presented with the written mm -hmm. gospel. Well, and it's such a, a symbolic <clears throat> of everything about Christianity. I mean, it's the cross. You look at the cross and realize he died for you because he loved you. He paid the ultimate price. He didn't despise the shame. Uh, he didn't uh, shy away from it. He gave his all. Jesus Christ did. Uh, he, he went. He died on it, but he also rose from the grave. And just that one sculpture all right, says, all says it all. <laughs> I mean, that was a God idea. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the architect. I mean, was, you're smart. There's an but that was a God idea. <laughs> okay, well, you're quoting an architect <laughs> in Colorado that said this garden is so beautiful, and she's and she she said it about four times. This is so beautiful. This is incredible. She said, Max, you're good, but you're not that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's right. That idea came in a download. I believe yeah. from the Holy Spirit, yeah. and I'll go to my grave believing that it's better than it, I it could is do. because it's drawing people in. And did you want to say something, Jeff? No, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm listening. <laughs> okay, awesome. I, one of my scriptures that uh, I love is 1 Corinthians 2, 2. It says, For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. You know, crucifixion was one of the most horrible deaths. I mean, it was reserved for the worst criminals. It was reserved for the murderers and uh, those that had committed the most heinous crimes they were the ones that were impaled on a cross. They were the ones that were crucified. But Paul said, I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. See, if he, if he didn't die, then he couldn't pay for our sins. If he didn't rise from the dead, then we wouldn't be able to be resurrected and go to heaven and be with him. It's so simple, but yet it's profound. And so Jesus, he, he said, look unto Jesus. Keep your focus on him, what he did for you. It wasn't just for the masses. It was for you. It was for you specifically, personally. The author and the finisher of your faith, who for the joy that was set before him. Now, I'm, I'm sorry. In my human brain, it's hard for me to think that there would be any joy for him going to the cross. But what he did was he endured the cross, despising or thinking little of the shame because of you and me. And that's why we celebrate Easter. Because he, he didn't consider himself, he considered you. He considered me on the cross. And he, he submitted and surrendered to that. And he died for us. But he rose again. Right. He rose again, and he's coming back and again. And this is not a myth, folks. No. <laughs> yeah, talk about that. Listen, yeah, this isn't a myth. This, this is not a, a fable, a fantasy, a whatever, fiction. This really happened. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is a fact. And that's why there are millions and billions, I guess, of people throughout history have been willing to go to their death on that belief because they have been convinced in their hearts by the Holy Spirit. I mean, the facts are all there in history and prophecy and all the mathematical probability of it. There's lots of atheists like Lee Strobel that have come to to Christ because they went to investigate. But but he's real. This is, this is not a religious, um, you know, mythology this is this is real and that's why Lueda is dedicated to doing what she's doing because she 
has that personal relationship with that Christ that was raised from the dead. Mm-hmm. So it, yes, we have all the scripture, we have all that, but then he's in our lives every day. Yes. And those of us that want to be close to him, he lets us be close to him. And I mean, he, he, how he has time, I do not know in this world, but I mean, he's, he's the kind of God that'll help you find your lost car keys. He's the one that'll help you, you know, get a job. He's the one that'll come right down. And so, uh, you know, I guess as we talk about Easter, this is just not some social event that Christians do to make them feel good. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's about recognizing that we had a God that loved us so much. He came down in the form of the Son and was willing to die because he'd given us free will so we could be like him, so we could make choices. And what did we do? The second he gave us free will, we started making the wrong choices. Mm -hmm. But he wanted to redeem that so we could be with him. And Mm -hmm. as a result, that was what he figured out, is this will fix everything. (laughs) And so that's why if any of us, no matter how bad the situation is, turn to him and look to that cross and the one that rose from that cross Mm -hmm. from the dead... um, that we have eternal life in heaven. So that's what we're celebrating. That's what the way this whole ministry is about. That's what Jeff does. That's what he does in his thing. And that's what we're doing on the mountain. It's about Jesus. And we just want to share the best thing in the universe with as many people as we can. Well, it just struck me as we were talking and thinking about what Jesus did. Because the scripture says, looking unto Jesus, which means total focus, undivided attention, He said that he, for the joy that was set before him, he knew what it would produce would be sons and daughters. Uh, He endured the cross, despising the shame. So he had undivided total focus, and his focus was us. I mean, really, if you think about that, the cross was total undivided attention and focus and love for us. And so this scripture is encouraging us to totally have focus and undivided attention towards him and what he did and that's when you begin to walk in victory and in the power of God realizing what he did so I want to invite everybody right now that whatever may be trying to distract you in your life I don't know what it is I have plenty of things that try to distract me day in and day out from uh, from my life and what I'm called to do and my purpose But I want to invite you and encourage you right now to lay those things at the foot of the cross. To come and bring all those cares, all those worries, all those fears, and lay them at the foot of the cross. And trust the Lord with them. And and keep your eyes focused on Him. Keep your eyes focused on His Word and His promises. Pray. Give it to Him. And that way you're not distracted. Your life is not diminished. It's actually added to. And you surrender and yield to Him. And uh, I'll tell you what, you will not regret it a moment. Jesus Christ and Him crucified, the author and the finisher of our faith. Praise God. Thank God He did that. Thank God that He did that. So that's why we are going to celebrate up at the Coming King Scripture Prayer Garden on Garden on uh, the 15th and 16th of April, which will be next weekend. Uh, we are going to celebrate Easter, and we have a lot of things uh, that are prepared and, and ready for you. But Jeff, you've had to put a lot of hours and in, in you, your organizational skills and serve Kerrville uh, to work and to uh, volunteer and help and bless. And what have you been doing to get ready for this? Well, the way to our ministry is all about mobilizing faith into action. And, uh, you know, uh, how we welcome people really matters. What we've found really incredibly in this process of, uh, of 
of organizing volunteers for Easter at the Cross has been that uh, uh, that people really take a great amount of joy in uh, this profound understanding that how we welcome people matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we welcome people with a love of Jesus, we're welcome for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we welcome people for Jesus, we're welcoming him we're welcoming them from the one who sent Jesus, mm-hmm. from the Father. Mm-hmm. And so it is incredible how people find ways, whether it's in parking or whether mm-hmm. it's in uh, directing or, or whether it's in uh, shuttling uh, vans of people up to the cross, uh, or whether it's just in the process of greeting them there or praying with them, and some of the other things, even from cleaning restrooms. Yeah. We uh, have found an amazing amount of joy, and we're so excited. We've had over 100 individuals who volunteered this year mm-hmm. to uh, come and participate. And so it's, a, it's like a choir. It's like a great choir mm-hmm. that's there to support your programming. Mm-hmm. Everybody is there for your programming. Mm-hmm. It is the guests that are there that are going to express uh, through their uh, musical gifts and through their gifts of testimony mm-hmm. are going to express the, uh, the message and, uh, and what I would call the, uh, the great celebration. But you're gonna be surrounded by a group of uh, just scores and scores of people who are on fire to yes. welcome people in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're setting out chairs, you're, I mean, you are preparing, you are, we know they're coming. They are, the people are coming. You know, we have a stage of uh, over $100,000 stage we're bringing in from Austin uh, to do this in. And, and with your sound equipment and the mm-hmm. stage and wall, it's uh, it's a great <laughs> it's a great yeah. performance yeah. Uh, uh, setup. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's so many little different aspects to organizing an event like this, and it's particularly uh, more complex up there at the top of the hill, sure where you have to climb it to get there. But mm-hmm. we found over the years that that complexity actually adds to the joy, actually adds to the excitement, and brings about uh, uh, an event. Mm-hmm. that people remember mm-hmm. and they find great joy in and every year we have people say when can we do this again yeah when can we yeah. do it again and you have uh, made provisions for uh those that uh maybe have special needs or are uh for parking and handicap, and handicap we give and special that. we give special uh a thought to that process so that those that uh, could be disabled in any way will find comfort that they won't have to walk up steps or climb hills or do anything. They're going to be taken care of. They're going to be there to just uh, come in, uh, be seated, or whatever. Uh, bring you know whatever it would be the most uh, comfortable for them. Okay. And we've got individuals that are just paying attention to them. Yeah. Yeah. And who want to? Right. Who want to have this compassionate desire to help others who have a need for their help. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Well, I just want to say thank you uh, to you and your wife, Barbara, for uh, coming and, and offering your services and do all that you do. It is quite an undertaking, and it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours, I'm sure, by the time you yeah. add what y'all are doing, plus all of the volunteers. It'll, it's a lot. I haven't added it up this year, but it'll be an excessive 2,000 hours of volunteer time yeah. that comes into producing this event. That's and, amazing. Uh, and, <laughs> For two Thank days. You. For, for two days. For Saturday. So, and, and don't let me uh, uh, forget to mention that we also begin to greet visitors on Thursday and Friday. Good. Thank you for And it that sets out. the tone. Mm-hmm. You may say, why do that? Well, it sets the tone. We have a lot of people that are pilgrimaging at Easter time. 
and uh, the cross brings out people that may have a thought about Jesus but may not have it mm-hmm. an all-the-time thought about Jesus to right. come up and be refreshed. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be greeting people beginning at 7 a.m. Thursday morning, all mm-hmm. day Thursday until midnight, and again on Friday. Mm-hmm. And these individuals that greet people there at the front entryway and provide a census so we can track where they came. Last year we had over half of the states in the United mm-hmm. States that uh, attended, uh, what, six uh, Countries, uh, countries outside yeah, the United States uh, participated. And, of course, they come from hundreds and hundreds of miles across Texas. So, um, But it's a joy when we identify with people where they're from and what they're doing there and why they came. Often that story of why they came mm-hmm. is very test- – mm-hmm. it's got a great testimony mm-hmm. associated yeah. with it. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, we're sure glad Jeff and Barbara are helping us <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because it's, it's kind of like that – that uh, joke about the little boy who carries the little calf and suddenly the calf you know gets bigger and bigger and bigger all of a sudden he can't carry it anymore well that's kind of how we are you know that we're the same folks but this thing has gotten so big and we just really thank god for jeff and barbara uh that are helping us carry this because this is uh it's about blessing people we don't charge anything yeah uh and and but it's the work is so much that it's now evolved into the place where we really need a lot of folks and they're coming to serve God. I mean, yes, they, they, they like the Coming King Foundation, they like Jeff and serve Kerrville, but it's about Jesus. And that's with who they're really coming to that's serve. Right, and, yes. and, and so that makes all the difference in the world. Jeff is also uh, the head of our uh, tour guide chaplains as a volunteer, and uh, we call him the, the uh, fire marshal, uh, and that we're the volunteer, Kerrville Volunteer, Hill, uh, Coming King Foundation fire department mm-hmm. and uh and we just we start fires we don't yeah. put them out was well, the Holy spiritual fires. The fire. yeah that's not real fires that's, that's right the fire of god we want that on there and so these people will be available too they will be there to assist and to help and also if somebody wants a prayer yeah. uh they will be there to mm-hmm. prayer where it's not pushy it's yeah. it's it's all denominations are involved in this and our 45 i think tour guide chaplains that we yeah. have now and they're from all the different churches but they all love jesus that's mm-hmm. the common denominator and uh, so they'll be there both saturday and uh, sunday there'll, uh, there'll probably be thousands upon thousands of prayers that are voiced uh on the cross over the easter weekend but one of the things that you know that kind of you forget about we just brought in four thousand new prayer rocks yes and i imagine they will go quickly and uh, we've now got thousands and thousands of these rocks where people have written their prayers down and inscribed them with a sharpie pen and a right on a limestone rock and and they're there to not only uh, uh they're there for the joy of jesus yeah let me explain that a second again um the prayer rocks are in a path that circles the cross-shaped garden and, and it's like the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem. People just started picking up rocks out there on that land and magic markers and putting down their prayer requests and their praises. And now it's involved into thousands and thousands of these prayers are along these, this prayer path. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful blessing to everybody. Yeah. You know, it, it is. That's one of my favorite things out there is to go by and read the prayers and the testimonies and and just what God is doing up there because it is not just a uh, tourist attraction and we're not just going to have a program at Easter. We're going to have the power and the presence of God. We're going to celebrate God and God's going to minister to His people like He always does. Listen, if you need prayer today, if you need prayer, I want you to go and call my eight hundred uh, toll free prayer line at eight six six two four one zero. 
We want to pray for you. We have people that pray all hours of the day and night. And believe me, we get them all hours of the day and night. And uh, we want to agree with you and that God would uh, move and in your life, that you would have a personal encounter and salvation and uh, be set free, healed, whatever it may be. Call us at 866-241-0579. Go to my website at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. We have lots of materials. My TV programs are on there and uh, pod, previous podcasts for the radio shows are on there and other things as well. So, And you can connect with us. All of our social media is on there, so you can connect with us. And uh, I believe it will be a blessing to you. We're here for you. We're not doing this for, for money, obviously. We're not, although, you know, if you want to donate, praise God send it my way uh, but we are doing this because God has called us to do this just like at the coming King Foundation Max and Jeff that's what we're doing and so I invite you also to go to www.thecomingkingfoundation thecomingkingfoundation.org and you can get more material uh, uh, information about what's going to happen Easter weekend but don't go away because we're going to be back in just a moment and we're going to talk about some more specific things about God, what God's doing it's going to minister to you and also give you some more information about that weekend you don't want to miss it it's going to be amazing Amazing. Thank you for listening to the Be Free program with Lueda Roshke. I'll be right back, and God bless you. Don't you go away. <laughs> 